Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. Good Monday morning, everybody. Hope y'all had fabulous weekends. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. We are with Skip Bayless and Shannon Todd. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we today? You there? You might be stuck with me, Skip. I don't know. Uh, sounds like, is somebody afraid to talk today because all of his teams lost over the weekend? I don't know. Sounds like it. Is it just you and me, Jen? No, 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 you might no, be stuck no, with no, me for the moment. No, no, I'm sorry no, for you, Skip. no. Okay, uh, <laughs> no. I, I actually prefer it this way. No, 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 no. Oh, oh no, well. oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> there he is. Finally. Nah, not after, not after, not after the Lakers did what they did. You couldn't do no show by yourself. No, I could not uh, because I was not going to let you off the many hooks that you're on today. Uh, Speaking of my favorite player, is it possible that Kevin Durant just remade the case that he is now the best player on the planet again? That's the big question. Stop it. Start it. it. Here we go. Okay. Okay, All right, gentlemen, let's jump right in. And we will get to Kevin Durant, but we are going to start this morning on on a serious note, guys. John Morant and what is going on with him. The timetable for his return to the Grizzlies, unknown, according to head coach Taylor Jenkins. Morant was seen flashing a gun on an Instagram Live video over this weekend. The team announced he would be stepping away from them. Morant later issued a statement apologizing for the incident and saying he was going to, quote, take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. Shannon, I'll start with you on this one. What's your reaction to what happened this weekend and then Jaws' response? It probably took something like this, Jan, Skip, in order for Jaw to realize the error of his ways. Uh, Jaw was traveling down a road he didn't need to be on. And I'm sh- I-, I don't want to say I'm the only one because I believe people have tried to reach out to Jaw. But, Skip, when you're young and you have a lot of money, you feel, first of all, when you're young, you feel you're invincible. Now, just imagine you're young and you have a $200 million contract from the Grizzlies. You have a signature shoe from Nike and you're one of the major faces of Powerade. Now you really think you are invincible. And so he was traveling in a, in a, uh, uh, on a road he didn't need to be on. And I, I, I hate that it had to take something like this for him to become very self-reflective. Skip, the NBA is not done with this. He... This is what we know. Skip, you remember in 2009, Gilbert Arenas did what he did? He brought firearms to the facility. Now, I'm not sure it works like this, but I think it does. In the NFL, you cannot have a firearm on NFL premises, mm-hmm. which means training facilities, which means the stadium. I believe it is the exact same way with the NBA. You cannot have a firearm on the premises. Training facility, uh, the arena, he had to have taken that gun on the plane from Memphis to Denver. He had to have taken that gun in the arena or how else would he have gotten that gun and to do what he did on IG Live? 
Gilbert Arenas was suspended, if I'm not mistaken. I think it happened like mid-December. He missed the rest of the season. I'm going to be very surprised if the NBA doesn't come down very, very harsh on John Morant. I like the apology. Um, hopefully he gets the help, whatever help that is, in dealing with what he needs to deal with. But, Ja, I was just offering you advice, bro. You're talking about – and good advice, Skip, is only good if the person that re is receiving it adheres to the advice. That's it. Um, because I can see where this was heading. Ja was, 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 was wanting to be something that he shouldn't have wanted to be. As I've said before, Skip, normally – People think about it, Skip. John Gotti never said that he was a gangster. No. Myron Lansky never said they were gangsters. Mm -hmm. Gangsters never tell you what they are. They, they do everything they can to perpetrate something that they're not. They're not what they, you know, we know what they were, but they wanted to be outstanding gentlemen. Skip, they had uh, 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 businesses. They were just great in the community because they didn't want to portray that image. Why would someone where 200 have a $231 million contract that kicks in next year, a signature shoe, a power aid, national ad, why would you want to be per, per, uh, uh, perpetuate that you're a gangster, that you're a thug? So it made no sense to me. I love the fact that y'all apologize. He knows that he was wrong. And hopefully, Skip, I, I don't believe, you know what, Skip, as I sat back and became very reflective myself this weekend, I do believe some of y'all peers, some of y'all uh, homies have tried to reach out to y'all. But when you're young and you got a lot of money, you're not willing to listen to anybody. And Skip, remember I told you on Friday, the dynamic changes once the child becomes the breadwinner. Skip, I, and I don't know how it is in your community, but let me talk to you about how it was a little bit in my community. And not all, but a lot of times. Whoever's making the money makes the decisions. My grandfather used to tell my uncles and aunts, if you don't like it, hell, I pay the bills here. I put food on the table. You leave. Now the child becomes the breadwinner. Now the child says what, Skip? How do you tell someone that's providing? How could you tell your parent? And now you shouldn't talk to your parents anyway. But how do you tell a parent that you're paying all the bills? I pay your bills. I pay your bills. I bought this car. I bought that car. So the dynamic changed in the relationship. Hopefully T, his dad, T uh, Morant, Sits him down and say, job, bro, hey, check this out. You move in a way that's not conducive for long term. You got an opportunity to be special. You have an opportunity to be one of the faces, if not the face of the NBA. But you got to be squeaky clean. You got to change the way you're doing business. You got to move differently. And a lot of the guys that you associate yourself with, it's time to let them start falling off like leaves come fall. Ja, congratulations, bro. I'm sorry that it took something like this. But, but I'm glad it didn't go even further and it took something tragic or catastrophic for you to realize the error of your ways. Every point well said by Shannon Sharp, a pro football Hall of Famer. Hope you're listening, John Morant. Now it's my turn. Shannon, let me start with this. Let me just get this off my chest get it out of my craw, because the first point I would like to make about the IG Live that I about fell off my couch when I first saw on whatever it was Saturday morning, mm -hmm. you can call me a stick in the mud, a grumpy old man, but this is what first hit me. What exactly was John Morant celebrating at 520 in the morning? 
They had right. just played in Denver what I would call a measuring stick game that I was very excited to see. I thought mm-hmm. maybe Denver would show I mean, uh, Memphis would show me a little something on the road. They have it. They were 12 and 18 on the road going into that game. They did show me something in the first half, Shannon. They were up eight at halftime. They got blown off the floor in the second half by 63 to 39. And I'm looking at Jaws' stats in the second half. He went two out of 10 in the second half. Hmm, interesting. So he's the floor general. He's the quarterback. He's the point guard. Mm -hmm. And he had to take some culpability, some responsibility for getting blown off the floor at Denver in the second half. Was he clinging to his stats for the game? Because overall, they look pretty decent. He led his team in scoring with 27 and an assist with 10. But again, two for 10 in the second half. And I'm thinking... What what exactly are you so happy about? What what exactly? It, it looked like they just won it all in, in the celebration that I saw, and I've had people tell me, "Oh, it's just the kids today. They don't really care that much about winning. They, you know, just James Harden sort of set the tone for this generation. You, you know, he could he could lose Game Seven of the Finals and he'd be at the club." And, and it might not be that kind of club. It might be that kind of club that James would be at right after the game because it doesn't okay. seem to bother him one way or the other. Maybe all okay. that's true. But now I get back to Ja. And obviously, Shannon, you and I have talked repeatedly on this show about incident after incident after incident. Washington Post reported last summer he's having a pickup game at his house with with a 17-year-old star in Houston, and they get into it, and one thing leads to another. And according to the police, the kid got roughed up, and Job popped him several times in the face and then went in the house and got his gun, stuck it in his belt, and and was sort of brandishing his gun, if you will, or, or showing his gun to the kid. You don't want any of this. Then there was an incident at the mall with the head of security out in the parking lot, an incident that head of security took so seriously that he filed a police report against Jaw and his friends. And then we had the incident after the Indiana Pacers game in Memphis, as you well know. Mm-hmm. They got into it during the game. One of Jaw's best friends, I think it's his best friend, got ejected and then banned from the arena. And yet after the game in the parking lot, as the Pacers walked to their bus out on the loading dock, Several reported that they had red dots trained on them from a car in which Jaw was sitting. I don't know if Jaw was responsible for the red dots, but the Indiana security people said those are the, the products of guns that they're training, obviously, yeah. lasers on us. Okay, yes. so we got one thing after another after another leading to this. And you want to talk about brazen in, in light of all that had just gone on. Wait a second. You choose to go on IG Live. It's not like it was just somebody's cell video, you know, some hanger on or some right. bystander who posted some right. video. No, the, you, you posted the video. And I guess the, the, the best start to all this is that he did delete his IG and Twitter accounts. Now, th- those could be reinstated at some point. So to, right. your, to your point, did I like the apology? Well, sure, I like the apology, but... As we always talk about, Shannon, are you, you sure he wrote the apology? I, I don't know. It sounds great. Yeah. I take full responsibility. I let everyone down, my family, Memphis, the organization. 
And then he said, I'm going to take some time away to get help. And I know his coach last night, when he addressed the media about it, talked about what a difficult process is going to be, that it's going to be an ongoing healing process. He does need some help, and this is a growth opportunity. So, Shannon, I ask you, and I don't know because they pressed uh, the head coach last night about this. Yeah, about what, what, what exactly help does he need, and he would not go into any detail. Is he having some issue with alcohol or drugs? I, I don't know. It, it raises the question there of what, what exactly are your issues going forward? I don't know if you have any thought about that. Do you, do you think he needs just some psychological help? Does he need some counseling or does he have some issue that he needs to address? Well, Skip, uh, this is going to require more schooling than I than I went to and got and received yep. in my four year education for a little over four year education at Savannah State. But Skip, I just think the thing is, maybe he's dealing with stress. Maybe this is his way. Maybe he's been threatened, Skip. See, I don't want to. I don't want to put too much into it. I okay. don't want to say because look, because I think the thing is, the NBA they have a, a security and they know people. So if Job would have said, I, "I feel threatened," someone is threatening me in the community, yeah. he could have gone to the NBA and they could have looked into it. So I don't want to get too. I don't want to absolve because now we're trying to. It seems like if we're trying to make excuses for Job's behavior, yeah. and I don't want to do that. And I read what Paul Pierce said, that when I got stabbed, stabbed I started uh, carrying a gun. Yep. But let me tell you something about this internet, Skip. Mm. You start flashing your money, somebody going to come see you. Yep. You, start playing, you start flashing a gun on IG Live, somebody going to check you and see if you really bought that gunplay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, th- th- that, that, that type of, that type of uh, 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 rhetoric over the IG, let that go. John, you, John, you don't, I mean, why? Skip, why would somebody that has a $231 million want to, want to have gunplay, want to have a, carry a stick like that, and then flash it? Look, he has a right. He has a Second Amendment right. But he the does. NBA says, yeah, we're not going to infringe on that right. No. But you're not going to bring that to the arenas. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have that at your training facility. And you're definitely not going to bring that on the plane. So that's where he ran a file with the NBA, and it shows just how tone deaf he is, Skip. You mentioned... All the issues, and some of them was involving a gun. And you said, you know what I'm going to do? Even though that article just came out, yeah. I'm going to get on IG Live, and I'm going to flash this stick, and I'm going to let y'all know I bang a little bit if I need to. Yeah. Really? Really. But like I said, Skip, he said he's going to step away. Yeah. He apologized for his actions. He apologized for his behavior. And hopefully he gets the help that he needs. But I need the people that's closest around him. I need AT, bruh. I need you to be a father, not a fan and a friend. Yeah. I'm not saying that you haven't, I, and, and, and maybe I'm speaking out of turn. Maybe you have talked to your son. Maybe others that's close to Jah has talked to him, but it wasn't resonating. Maybe this is what it took for it to resonate and for him to, to come to, to the, the, the grips and to the gravity of what he did and what was going on in the path that he was traveling down that he didn't need to travel down. Yep, Okay. Shannon, you have brought this up several times. Is Ja trying to be somebody he's not? Is he trying to be about that life instead of the NBA life? Is he trying to be hard when he's not really hard? And Skip, how about this here? Can I do you this with Skip? Yeah. Let me, and I hate to cut you off because I want, to, want you to make your point. Let's just say for the sake of argument 
He came from the meanest streets of the meanest streets of South Carolina. Let's just say he came from the, the, the west side of Chicago, the hardest, the hardest borough in New York City. Yep. You made it out. You made it out of there. You can go back to the hood. Skip, if you make it out of the hood, you can go back you can. to buy it, to build it up. But you don't go back after you've made it and be and and, and, and and deal with the same things you were doing as a child. You had dreams and aspirations. Say, you know, one day I'm gonna get out of here. One day I'm not gonna have to eat this, I'm not gonna have to live like this, yep. and I'm gonna lift my family up, and I'm gonna set my family up for hundreds and hundreds of years to go. You do that. You're in the process of doing that. And for some reason, you say, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I done got up out of there, but let y'all know that I'm still about that. Yeah. I'm going to do this all over again. Right. It, it just makes no sense, Skip, okay. because you do everything. If somebody would have told Josh Skip, let's, let's ask you this. Ten years ago, if somebody said, Josh, by the time you're 24, you're going to have almost a quarter of a billion dollar contract from an NBA team. You're going to have a signature shoe, and you're going to be the you're going to be one of the faces of a sports dream. What you think he just said, Skip? Well, I, I got for you. real. Okay, so I've called around the league to people I've known forever, talking about job because I was so shocked by the IG live how brazen it was, and I had right. several people say to me, "Well, time out. Are you sure you guys on TV aren't giving him a pass here? Like you're not that." They're asking me, are you sure he's not that? Like, he, he, that's just who he is, that he is about that life. And remember, he's thrown up the Crips sign. Several, I've seen him throw it up two or three times. I, I probably missed some other times. Do, what does that mean? Does that mean he wants to associate with the Crips or he got initiated by the Crips or he just he, he has a dream of being a Crip? I, I don't know. I, I'm just throwing this out. That are, are we missing the boat here that that's just who he's been from the start? And we keep saying, no, you're just associating with the wrong people when he's actually part of the wrong people. Is that it? it Skip, that, 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 you know what, Skip? You and the people that you talk to might be 100% correct. But that makes it even more egregious. It, it does. Because you got out, you got out you of got that. Out. Have you got qu out. Have a quarter of a billion dollar contract yeah. and somehow... You want to revert back? You want to go back and do that all over again after you've made it out? Skip, normally when you make it out, Skip, I mean, if somebody, Skip, if you stuck in a hole, you they help you out of the hole, you don't go put yourself back in the no, hole again. You don't. You're like, no, I don't want to be in, I don't want to be in that situation again. John, no. why would you want to be in that situation? You've gotten out a quarter of a billion dollar uh, 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 NBA contract, a signature shoe. Power A, a sports drink commercial, a face of a sports drink. And this is what you choose to do. And Skip, I see all the actions on the side. Anytime somebody do something, <laughs> yeah, I get out there. Come on, bro. But Skip, let me ask you a question. Again, when have you known real, real, legit gangsters yep. display that type of behavior? No, I agree. I got you. They walk in, they walk in silence. They move in silence. All right. Now to your point about the NBA. We have not heard from the NBA because they are still investigating. He obviously had his gun on an NBA trip, as you say, on the plane, and they're not going to love that. That could be grounds for a more definitive and lengthy suspension, even though now the Grizz are saying, well, it's indefinite. Okay, so was what they did to say it's at least two games and maybe more, was that just a preemptive strike on their 
their part, trying to, to sort of say we're, we're, we're self-punishing here so that you guys don't come in with a heavier hand yeah. than, than we are exercising right now. Okay, so that's a possibility. They're probably trying to lessen the blow. Yeah. All right. Here, here's my final point, and it's a positive one. This is why I'm going to hang in with John Morant. He did something last year that took my breath away because I didn't see it coming. In his third year in the league, a year ago, he won most improved player. Shannon, that's hard to do because you haven't been around all that long. And Mm -hmm. everybody saw him coming as a rookie. Oh, look, he can do that. He can do that. He can do that. And yet he could not shoot. He, he was a poor three-point shooter. So a year ago, he improves his three-point percentage from 30% all the way up to 34. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but over uh, the, the whole season, it's, it's significant. And he improved yes. his free throw shooting from 73%, which is below average, to 76. And he's starting to get up into the average range. And his shooting percentage from the floor went from 45 up to 49. And the league said, way to go, kid. Now you're averaging from 19 up to 27 points. You are the most improved in the league. Shannon, you and I know both that that took a lot of offseason work on his part. Yeah, He, he had oh, yeah. to get in the lab and stay in the lab the whole offseason. So it shows me what he can be made of. It showed me a commitment by a very young player because he's still only 23 now. He won't be 24 until August. So at age yep. 22 and then going back to age 21, he said, I got to get better. I got to work my tail off to get better. And he got mm-hmm. so much better, he won most improved player. Well, now I'm yeah. going to transfer that into what we're, we got going on right now. Okay, go get better. You sh- you you did it on yeah. the court. Now you need to do it, done it off before. the court, right? Yep, you've done it before. You proved that you know you know what it takes to get better. So go get better, Skip. Remember when we came out? I took Ja over Zion. You, did. you took Zion. I took Ja. Yep, you did, and I was shocked by it. As much as I loved Ja at Murray State, I thought, wait, the, the other guy is a monster, a human yes. wrecking ball. But the other guy can't stay yes. healthy, obviously. So, to yes. your credit, way to go. So far, you're, you're right until now. Now, they both have issue, one health and one off court. Right. So, I, I'm, I'm wishing him well, and I'm going to hang in and hope that he can, he can be most improved off the court. Yeah. Whatever time he needs to take yeah. away, take that time. And when you come back, because I know the on-court stuff will take care of itself, be a better man, be a better person off the court. And then all that combined – the sky's the limit for you, Ja. Well said, guys. Obviously, what he has had in his life so far isn't fulfilling him for some reason. So hopefully this time away will fu- give him some fulfillment, some sense of purpose in his life. All right, moving on when we come back, guys. You brought it up at the top of the show, Skip. Did the Suns win over the Mavs last night? Prove they are without a doubt the top team in the West. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. 
therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputed pod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Kevin Durant and the Suns outlasted the Mavs 130-126 yesterday. It was a fantastic game. Durant finished with 37 points that included the go-ahead bucket plus the game's final two free throws. Luka Doncic finished with 34 points and missed a potential game-tying bucket with just six seconds left. All right, Shannon, this was a fun one to watch. What's your biggest takeaway from the game? Well, Skip, I kind of wanted Luka – I didn't want the game to end, so I kind of wanted Luka to make that shot because I was hoping for overtime. But what we saw on display yesterday was four of the top offensive players that the NBA has to offer, and they did not disappoint. KD was in his bag, 17 shots. 37 points. D-Book, now Skip, here's the thing. D-Book's doing a lot of talking. You know why? Because he has the ultimate big brother now. (laughs) Skip, I'm a younger brother. I got a big brother that was three years older than me. I did a lot of chirping because I wasn't worried about anybody beating him. So I did a lot of chirping. And you see D-Book's about to start to do a lot more chirping. And I agree with Luca. Luca says, I got no problem. I like the competitive. I like the chirping going back and forth. But next time, let's not just wait till it's like two or three seconds in the ball game. Yep. Let's start this thing from the jump ball. Once we get to center court and we start going up and down the court, let's keep that thing. Because Luca was giving it to Book yesterday. Now, he didn't shoot a high percentage, but he got to the foul line, I think, 19 times. Skip. He did? Uh, yep. He got 19, 19 times. And 17 or 19, Skip, I think you can live with that. You said he's a poor free throw shooter, but he's working on it. He's become a better free throw shooter. He has. Kyrie was sensational. I mean, yep. what, I mean what, what, can, what can I say, Skip? I don't know if we're going to get a matchup again like this, hopefully. Hopefully we get this matchup in the playoffs. This is the matchup that we need, Skip. We need this. The NBA needs this. And if we get this matchup, man, hey, look here. I need it to go seven. I really need this matchup to go seven. But, Skip, it was an outstanding ball game. And let me tell you why I can't take a whole lot of Because I just got to take what you said. You tell me Kyrie and Luke are not going to work, and they're not that good. So how should I give what, – what grade should I give the Suns when they beat a team that the dynamic duo ain't going to work anyway and it's not going to – and Luke is not happy. Now, it was reported now. I don't know how true it is that Luke signed off that he yep. wanted Kyrie. That's what they said. Why would he – Yep. Skip, why would he, why would he not – because he's going to make your job a lot easier. Because there are going to be times that when you're winded, you can go get the ball to Kyrie and stand in the corner. Yep. As a matter of fact, you can go to concession stand because he's going to do his thing. But it was an outstanding ball game. Yes, the Suns now with Book and KD, or KD and Book, let's put KD first. KD is the big gun. With KD and Book, 
And Chris Paul doing what he does, Skip, he, uh, you know, what he, what he gave you yesterday? 11? He gave you 11 points and a 7 assist. Okay, fine. But, Skip, they're going to they're gonna be tough now. They're going to be a tough out because they can go get those buckets. And you see at the end of the game, Skip, and that's what KD was able to give Golden State. A guy that you can put the ball in his hands at damn near half court and say, KD, go get a bucket. And he's going to either get a bucket, he's going to get a great look. Ain't no, Skip, ain't going to be no, no heave shot where they made it a tough shot. You can't make Kevin Durant take a tough shot. He's seven foot tall and he's shooting the ball at a, eight, at a 10 foot apex. So how can you make him take a, a contested shot? You better double him and get the ball out of his hand. But Skip, this game was everything the NBA hoped it would be, hoped it would be, and I couldn't take my eyes off it because it was like four of the greatest players that we have in today's game going bucket for bucket, shot for shot. I will second your emotion. But I have some very different takeaways <laughs> from the final score. Okay. And I'm going to start with the start, which is that seven-foot monster who used to be with Kyrie in Brooklyn and is now a Phoenix son. And I do believe he chose Phoenix because he wants to do everything in his power to help Chris Paul finally win a ring at his advanced age. Yes. Okay, so yesterday, and I'm going to try to be nice about this. To me, that game was why I've always said that I believe Kevin Durant's a little better, just a little better overall than LeBron James. He's a much better shooter, obviously, than LeBron has ever been. Not, not score, just shooter. And I believe he's been a little more clutch than LeBron has been able to be, especially from the late game free throw line. So all of a sudden I look up and Kevin Durant is leading the NBA in free throw shooting at seven feet tall. It's just impossibly great. And he is setting records, their, their third level records, this season for mid-range jump shooting. Nobody really cares, but if you look at the third level stats, you say, that, that's impossibly great. He's making like 60% of his mid-range jump shots. But what I loved the most about yesterday was, Shannon, he, he scores 37 on 17 shots. It's impossible. He, he has the lowest ego of any superstar I've ever seen. He does not demand the ball. He doesn't need the ball. I was pulling my hair out for a while because there was one stretch of that game with, with nine minutes left in the second quarter, he had 16 points, really 9.28. And he went over a quarter, say a quarter and a fourth of a quarter, before he even touched the ball again. And I'm saying, what are you guys doing? In that stretch, Josh Okogie was going 0 for 8 from 3 because, Shannon, as you know, when you got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker with Chris Paul orchestrating – there's going to be yeah. one free shooter on every possession. I mean free shooter as in unguarded, yeah. uncontested shooter. So they yeah. tried Josh Okogie, who will defend at high level, and he plays his tail off. And then it, in the second half, they go to Ish Wainwright, who I don't know if you remember, he played at Baylor, and he's more of a defensive player. He actually played tight end, your position, at Baylor for a year <laughs> and then tried out for the Buffalo Bills as a tight end. And I'm saying, yeah. that Ish Wainwright? And they throw him in yesterday, and he made four out of five threes in the second half, and it was big to the outcome of the they game. Need, they needed him. They needed it badly. 
because somebody is going to be dared to sh- I'm talking about dared and it's going to be the short corner shot where you're just over there by yourself and you just got to make them. Okay. So Kevin Durant finally says, okay, just give me the ball and get out of the way and I will do this. And if we could just show for those who had the, un- the, the misfortune of missing this game yesterday, because to your point, it was just as sensational a regular season game as you will ever see. If we could see what Kevin did down the stretch of this game, because it's 3.04 left and he makes a three to put them up one, if we could see this. That's a big time clutch shot. And then we go all the way down to 12 seconds left and he says, I, I got this. I got this. And he makes the two point shot to put them up two. And then he goes to the free throw line with three seconds left and swishes both of them just as he did at the Olympics when Dame had his problems at the free throw line and that was the ball game. Okay, so that's that guy. Now, the other point I want to make is I was so happy for Chris Paul yesterday. I was so proud of Chris Paul because he's the other one they're going to dare to shoot. And you and I have talked about it. He does not look yeah. the same. He just he, no. he looks a little long in the tooth and a little slow of gait. He just doesn't look the way he used to look, and he's 38 years of age. Okay, so what happens down the stretch? If we could see what happened to Chris Paul in the fourth quarter, they're just daring him to shoot. 8-11 left in the fourth quarter. He's just wide open, and he says, okay, I'll take that shot, and he made it to put them up three. Three to go up three. Then there's a 6-0-3 shot, and he took his patented free throw line jump shot, and that, that cut, I'm sorry, the first one cut it to three. That one cut it to one. And then 4-0-5 left. He bombs away a three, and that was the one to go up three. Right. Well, <laughs> listen, Shannon, as you know, However far they go, if they're going to make a championship run, he's going to have to do that almost every game because he's going to be the one who's. They're just going to say, "Here, shoot the ball," and he will. He, I, I, yeah, Skip, I didn't mean leaving that wide open. No, Damn. no. <laughs> I mean that's not Russell Westbrook that you that, that, that Dick Draymond no, and no, the, uh, the Warriors true. were daring to shoot. Very, he's very good Chris, point. He, he's still, he's Chris, still Paul. Chris Paul. You know what? I don't I care the, how old he is; he can still make that shot. He yeah. can still shoot it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but so, I think the thing is, Skip, you got to wear him. Down, you got to wear him down by picking do. him up ninety-four feet. You, you can Remember do that. What the Pelicans did to him they with did. Alvarado. They did wear him down. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so when I look at usage rate yesterday on both teams for the visiting Suns, Book had the ball for thirty-six percent of the time, and Kevin had the ball for twenty-six percent of the time. And Chris Paul had the ball for only 13% of the time. This is Chris Paul, the quarterback, the yeah. orchestrator, the maestro. Usually that would be flipped where he would have it, you know, 30% of the time. But he only right. had a 13%, and he barely touched the ball before he shot it at the end of the game. Okay, now you flip around to the other team. Now back to your man, Luca. Usage rate, he was off the charts yesterday. He had close to 50% usage. It was 47%. Yeah. Kyrie had it 30% of the time. So yesterday was the first time to me that I saw Lucas say, yeah, okay, I wanted Kyrie, but in a game of this magnitude, a big national TV game on Sunday afternoon, I am going to have the ball in my hands and I'm going to shoot the most shots. And he shot 23 times to 19 for Kyrie. In the fourth quarter, I told you the stat going into the game, in the fourth quarters they'd played together, Kyrie had shot it 49 times to Lucas 13 times. Well, that got even. He evened the playing field yesterday because they both shot it five times in the fourth quarter. Okay, now here's my problem with Luca. To your point, 
He only made eight of 23 shots from the floor and one Mm -hmm. of nine from three while turning it over a game high five times. He did not have his best game. In fact, if you look hard at what happened in this game, he was the biggest reason Dallas lost the game. Not to mention that he missed, the obviously, the tying shot at the end. But, Shannon, here's my issue with him, and we've talked about this before, and I know you share some of this. I'm getting to the point where I can barely watch him play basketball because <laughs> he, he argues, he pouts, he whines, he bitches, he moans every single call. It doesn't matter whether he makes the shot or doesn't make the shot. He got fouled. He wants an and one or he wants two free throws every single time. He wants three free throws. It it wears me out as a basketball fan because after a while I just say stop it or I'm going to turn this off because it just wears on my psyche because it's every single play. He will not give it up. Now, can you argue that he got a call at the end? I, I thought that that last play, if we could see the last second shot that he took and missed. They could have e- easily I, called him for a charge. It's Okogie, and he just throws him out. You know, just throws yeah, him out of the way. He just says, here, get out of my way. And, and I thought it was. And yet, that non-call, he, maybe he got it because he just bitched the whole game, and they finally said, okay, let's give him this one. Okay, so... Now, this leads to the Booker confrontation or incident. I don't know if it's a confrontation, but. Yeah. Okay. So, to me, it looked like Devin Booker just walks over to the spot and he's pointing to the floor and talking to the ref. How could you not call this? And he may have thrown in a couple of words toward Luca. I don't know. That's what Luca suggested, you know, that he called him something. I don't know. I could think of a lot of words you could call him. But maybe he made some crack about how you do bitch and moan about every call. And (laughs) Luca, who was already very angry at himself, for a flashpoint moment was thinking about taking it out on Devin Booker and got up in his face. Again, I'm cool with Book. To to your point, maybe it's a little brother talk, talk, talking, where he's (laughs) empowered now. But I'm not sure he asked for Luca to be in his face. Uh, do I think Devin would have backed down from that? I don't. They're both smarter no. than that, and they both kind of were laughing it off at the end. And to your point, Lucas said, well, why don't you talk before there are three seconds left and I miss the shot? But right. I'm, I'm still on book side in that one. Skip, you remember last year, there's really no love lost because uh, I think it was game two. It was. When Phoenix, when Book said something, and then Lucas like, okay, Okay, he was shaking his head, walking over. Hey, I got something for you when you come to Dallas. Five. And game five, yeah. With game, mm-hmm. And, and uh, he was, like, shaking his head. And you remember, Skip, what, what they did to Phoenix on their home court in game seven. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, maybe it – but you see Devin Booker doing the Luka special. He was rolling on the floor about with excitement he about was. the game. So yep. there's really no love lost between these two, and this is why – I need this to be the matchup I got in the West, Skip. I don't care, I don't care when we get it, Skip. Hey, we can get it first round or we can get it for the Western Conference Finals. I just need to see this matchup. <laughs> Shannon, the day we were at the Super Bowl for the first show on Super Bowl week yep. Thursday and this bombshell dropped overnight and yep. I announced right off the top to the good people of Phoenix who came out to watch us, I think the Phoenix Suns just won the championship. I'm going to double down on that because I've now seen Kevin play with them for three games all on the road at Charlotte, at Chicago, at Dallas. Uh, 
I saw a championship team. I saw a team that's going to be very difficult to beat. To your point, from moment one, they must stay healthy. And I don't have any idea whether they will. But the odds are against them. The history would tell you one of the big three or four, you, if you're throwing eight and will get hurt at some point, and that will that'll be a problem. But if they can stay relatively healthy, man, I don't see how anybody can beat them with Kevin playing at the level he's playing at right now. Well, if Dallas keep letting people shoot 55% from the floor, yeah. they're going to lose a lot of games. You can't let Kevin Durant go 12 or 17. You can't. Book go 15 or 25 no, you and can't. say, oh, yeah, we're going to win the ball game. No, you're not. Okay, well, now Dallas is, what, 33 and 32. So there's just a game above 500, and now Luke yeah. and Kyrie are 2 and 5 in the games they've played together. Skip, it's because the uh, skip, their offense, look what look what Luca gave you. Luca gave you 34. Kyrie gave you 30. Hardaway Jr. gave you 21. Christian yep. Wood gave you 17. But you if you don't stop it at some point in time, Skip, you've got to stop somebody. You do. I agree, and they don't. And that's gonna be they their don't. downfall. No, I agree. Yes. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. New Orleans has a new quarterback this morning. Derek Carr and the Saints agreed to a four-year deal. Carr already tweeting who that as he takes his nine years of experience down to New Orleans. Shannon, on a scale of one to ten, how much is this going to help the Saints? Well, Skip, he does bring stability to this offense. Clearly, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, Andy Dalton, Ian Book, they were not the answers. And the Saints came to this conclusion very, very quickly. Uh, they didn't, I mean, actually it took them two years to realize Taysom Hill is not a starting quarterback. He's a utility guy. You can use him in certain situations. I was a wildcat guy. You can throw him the ball. You can hand him the ball. But as an every down quarterback, that's not what he is. 
Jameis Winston can't stay healthy, and when he does stay healthy, he turns the ball over. We know what Trevor Simeon is. We know what Andy Dalton is. We know what Ian Book is. He does give them stability. He is a four-time Pro Bowl quarterback, Skip, and you didn't have to give up assets to get him. The question is, given the inconsistency, because uh, Josh McDaniels moved on, uh, John Gruden can seem to never get his arms completely around him. He's like, I like you. I really like you a lot. We're dating, but you don't get the key to the house. No. And so uh, something, something is wrong, but I do think Derek Carr is better than all the quarterbacks that I previously named for the Saints. Okay, so scale of 1 to 10, would you give it a 5 in impact, 6 maybe? i give him a 6. i give it a okay. 6. Okay. I'll go along with the six because the best thing I can say about Derek Carr is he's pretty good. Maybe I'm damning with faint praise, but he's just pretty good. Yeah. Is he a little better than Jameis? I'll give you a little better than Jameis. Four Pro Bowls, as you said. His record, I'm sorry, his uh, touchdowns, interceptions, 217 to 99. That sounds pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, until I look at he played one playoff game in his life in nine seasons, and he's 0-1 in that. His record as a starter in with the Raiders, wherever they were, 63 and 79. He played nine seasons as starter, and only twice did he have a winning record. Not all his fault, franchise's fault, head coach's fault. I, I got all that. I just think in the end, he's pretty good, but I don't think the Not NFC great. South is is now fearing the Saints because nobody really fears Derek Carr. He's just a little is better than what they had. Currently as constructed, is he the best quarterback in the NFC South? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, know who, I, I saying, I don't know who two I, of them have. Three of them. I don't know who all well, – I don't even know who the quarterbacks think, are. Good I question. I think Kyle Trask is in, Kyle I, Trask I is in Tampa. Yeah, I guess. Sam then, Darnold. You like Desmond Ritter? I'll take Derek Carr. <laughs> Way to go, Saints. You reluctantly Maybe said that. Maybe a change of scenery will be rejuvenating <laughs> for Derek Carr. Selfishly, I'm hoping so.